United States of America is the most successful. The United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. I mean, we might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. One, two, three. Okay. Who's going to do it so that we don't look like we're switching chair? All right, no. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is our Friday, your Thursday, and we are back. We are better than ever. Let me introduce Scott for other conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, Wayne and Jason. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here on this lovely Thursday. Doesn't it sound right? Missing some bass. <laughs> you missing some bass. Actually, Hutch's sounds pretty good. Yours needs a little bass, Wayne. Huh? Uh-oh. I got to get some lighting. No, I do. Yeah, you're right. It's all about the bass. The bass. The bass. Check, one, two. Check, 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 check. One, two, one, two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. And Mr. Jason Robinson, what's up, Jay? Hey, hey, top of the morning, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in. Make sure, too, we're getting suppressed like heck on the yeah. social media platforms. Yeah. Do us a favor. Give us a share. Yeah. Uh, Please, take a few minutes. Share what you're watching. We're yep. asking you to share what you're watching. Help us break these goddamn suppression <laughs> algorithms. It's I, I, Honestly, you know what? We can laugh about it and we can joke about it. But, ladies and gentlemen... If y'all don't see what we're doing, 
y'all gonna y'all gonna miss out a lot. Y'all gonna miss out a lot on a whole lot of stuff that's going on because a whole lot of people aren't telling y'all what's going on, and we are. We're broadcasting on the Red Voice Media Network, and we're um, we're happy we're happy to be broadcasting with them uh, um, daily. As a matter of fact, um, you can go to redvoicemedia.com and check them out and become a member. In fact, you can become a member over there. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, but our mission here on the Wayne Dupree podcast is to give you the best analysis that grassroots Americans can give you. That's the bottom line, you know. And we're not experts, you know. We very rarely do we get it wrong. Very rarely, but we do get it wrong sometimes, though. Right, Hutch? Yeah, there was a time one time back in uh, 2011, I think, that we got a color wrong or something like that. But we're pretty we're pretty on point, pretty on point. But the big thing is, if we do get it wrong, we're not going to lie to you about it. We're going to tell you. Well, the other thing too that's big is we'll be on stuff two, three weeks before yeah. it happens. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud of the fact that we uh called Ukraine, right? Yes, I'm doing a podcast right now. <laughs> Wayne's got the call going. Yeah, it's you too. It's Cleo. She's like, Will you open the door and let me in? Jesus. Hey grandpa, okay. how about another one of them grape sodas? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. Uh, yeah, this live radio, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Because this this don't make this don't make sense. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. This live radio. There, look. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as the called party is temporarily unavailable. Oh, it's Please one of those. It's one of those, y'all. It's one of those robo type type calls that they were talking about with FTC just a few minutes ago on the thing. Okay. No, basically, I was going to call back and like, you need to be watching the show instead of calling me. But <laughs> they didn't pick up. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, that is what our mission is. My Again, my name is Wayne Dupree. We've got Hutch Bailey Jr., Jason Robinson. I've updated our graphic just, just a little bit. Uh, just see what it looks like. I'm going to probably make make some more changes over the weekend. I, I just, it's like, I just got to have it right. Wayne loves playing with graphics. No, I really don't. I really I, because it's like, man, I gotta do this all over again, really. And uh, but you know, it's it's so that y'all will come back and like, wow, there's a whole lot of different stuff going on 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 the way. Can't wait till Monday. Can't wait exactly. till Monday. Right. Exactly. I, I don't know what's gonna be flying in and stuff and everything. <laughs> um, let's let's hit on let's hit on our main topic, really quick. Um, and get that. And get that out of the way because um hmm. I don't know I don't know how else to take it. I don't know how else to break it down, really. But um Kevin McCarthy came out and said that uh he was never gonna leave Marjorie Taylor Green. Imagine I, I, that. I, I, Frank I Lutz is so jealous right now. You know he is, you know he is. <laughs> But with with that, ladies and gentlemen, we have to look. I was never on MTG's um, bandwagon in the first place. I never was. I watched her. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really like her approach because I felt something was wrong with it. I felt that she got jealous 
got to call spade a spade. She got jealous with Lauren Boebert because Lauren Boebert, number one, Lauren Boebert looks better than her. But, I mean, just not that, but Lauren Boebert also articulates a little bit better than her, too. Um, and where, where um, MTG goes, she wants to be the center of the attraction. She wants to be, like, it. And there's a whole lot of other young it's like Byron Donalds, uh, Lauren Bulbert, um, Comer when he's doing the right thing. There, there are a whole lot of other people in the house that can do the same thing. And when she called, excuse my language, because I know this is a family type of show, but you know, I'm not gonna hold back on it. But when she called Lauren Bulbert a bitch, dude, I mean, you 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 can't do that. You can't do that. And 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 now that McCarthy is he's gonna do uh, uh he's gonna try to raise fifty thousand uh, dollars for uh he's already said that he's never gonna leave that woman. Uh, he's vowed to always take care of MTG. Uh, okay, Jesus. <laughs> All right, Jesus, Jesus McCarthy. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Kevin Christ is 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 going to take care of MTG. All right, Kevin, Kevin of Nazareth. <laughs> well, again, if you want the details, go to WayneDupree.com. I shared the uh, article <laughs> link in the comments, but he's holding a fundraiser. He's going to raise fifty thousand dollars for MTG. That's crazy, man. He's got that in his handkerchief pocket. You know he right? does, because he wants to put it there. And and look and. Um, Jason was the one that said that uh, she spent $100,000 on chapstick that she could have left on the dresser or right. took it off the dresser. <laughs> well, this is exactly how it works. I mean, they held a fundraiser for Kevin McCarthy's old chapstick. MTG gives a hundred grand for it. We and should, then you know they what? give her we 50 should, grand back. We should have known something was up right there. We should have known something was up when she just threw out $100,000. For, I, I, mean, saw I, her at the, I saw her at an event, and this was before the speaker's vote. Mm -hmm. And she had this long, cool woman in a black dress look. Boy, she had this black dress on that, that was too. slit down the leg, and I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> that, too. It all it went downhill the from there. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, too. You know, here's the thing, though. You can chart this out and with all these members of Congress. Like, they get there. She's a nobody. And all of a sudden, they see something in her. Like, hey, you know, she had a big presence. She was getting a lot of attention. And then those big money donors go sink their claws into her. And then before you know it, they just move her from that MAGA side, if she ever was, over to the establishment side. It's the same thing that happened with Ron DeSantis. He was a nondescript member of the House. He was part of the Freedom Caucus. He was a pretty good governor of Florida. And then all of a sudden, last year, the big money donors come in, sink their claws in, and then he slides from MAGA. Okay, you just come over here to the establishment end. And, I, I mean, that's that's the circle of life. Just pay attention to who they're getting their money from and, and what's going on. And it didn't on. just start. I mean, this goes back to the Tea Party. Yeah, right. Back to Trent Lott and, and uh, all those. I can't even remember half of their names anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, they did the same thing. They co-opted it. Mm-hmm. Well, and and if you believe in the establishment Republican Party and you're a supporter of it, like this is no big deal. You know, if you like Mitch Romney and Mitch McConnell and you thought Trey Gowdy did a good job, like congratulations. 
be an MTG fan. But the fact is she left the reservation of those of us who think the Freedom Caucus, the Mac Gates, the Byron Donalds, like those are the future. She left. She might as well have become a Democrat. I mean, she's she going to support the started up. She did the same thing Jim Jordan did. She sold out the speakership for their, for themselves. And Jordan got the best job in Congress and MTG's protected by Kevin. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jim Jordan, he got Trey Gowdy 2.0. I get yeah. to have these hearings. I get to have all these press conferences. I get all these sound bites, and I do absolutely nothing. Zero. Yeah, I was thinking about that, that that today. I mean, he did look. Jim Jordan did a terrific job yesterday delivering the opening of the thing against Chris Ray. He did again. He did the same thing again today. The the opening against the FTC um, person. Uh, she just happens to be like a little church mouse, though. And I was like, well, he kind of went hard against that little girl. But, you know, I mean, if she's wrong, she's wrong. You know, that's that. That's just how it is. And uh, and the Democrats right now are praising her. You know, they're, they're praising her. And, uh, it's the same thing that we see regular one side praising the witness, the other side demonizing the witness. It's been done like that since the beginning. Well, actually, probably not since the beginning of time, but since since the beginning of my time watching politics, it's like that. Uh, and it sucks because then you can't get to um, the main issue. Um, yesterday, Biden's um, Biden got in front of the world and basically told him that NATO is more united than ever in history in their protection of Ukraine. And um, I don't know whether y'all saw this, but the UK defense minister, UK defense secretary, told um, told Zelensky, "Yo, man, <laughs> settle down. You need to show some gratitude." <laughs> He's like, "You need to show some gratitude." I mean, you up here asking for all this money, 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 money. You need to start showing some gratitude because he was pissed. He was angry that NATO didn't want to make them a member. You know, and I mean, you, you know, okay. Why? Why not? Just go ahead and make them a member. They're already starting war. They're already delivering uh, 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 the the uh, the uh, things that y'all were talking about. Um, Cluster bombs. They're already delivering those. Why not? Why not making them one? You're already giving him billions. You know, $42 billion. I'll tell you what they ought to do first. before Because as soon as you sign them into NATO, we're deploying. Yep. You know, it's, they're already in a war. We say sign into NATO, then we're in. So we're already before in. They do, I mean, I'm talking about our divisions in. Our Boots on the ground. Killed. And right yeah. now, what they ought to do first, before they make any decisions about that, is they ought to take Millie, and, and Biden ought to tell them, Millie, I want an exercise in Louisiana with 200,000 troops, and I want it to start next week. I want to see how they do. Before we send them into Russia, let's see what the leaders are like. That's what we did before World War II, except it was 400,000 people. And they found out that we weren't ready, and they figured a lot of stuff out doing that. And that's what we ought to do right now. It's time to put the military under a microscope and fix it. Otherwise... Otherwise, it's going to be a bloodbath, in my opinion. Well, and I yeah. think 
I, I think this whole push for Ukraine and NATO, I mean, once they become a member of NATO, we get to put nuclear arms in Ukraine, which Russia is not a fan of. No, nor can I blame them if I'm Russia. And then we have to commit troops, UN troops, which will, you know, we'll be sending our our sons and daughters over to die in Ukraine. And, you know, we'll have to vote on a war for Congress. But I think I think a lot of that was drum up. I don't think they ever thought Ukraine would be in NATO. But if you get everybody fired up that, oh, this would be war. And then when they're not in, all of a sudden sending them cluster bombs and, you know, trillions of dollars or, you know, billions of dollars in aid suddenly becomes less significant. And I think I think all the NATO members are just like, heck, we'll give a bunch of money to Ukraine, let them go kill their their sons and daughters fighting Russia. And, and under that. this under this thing that like, hey, we'll uh, we'll let them exhaust their their people and we'll give them money. And that way we can whittle down Russia because they've identified Russia as an issue. So, I mean, it's a it's it's tragic how many Ukrainians are dying over like i mean we could stop it tomorrow guys we're, we're done sending you weapons let's just negotiate with russia let's be done yeah. did you hear uh nikki haley nikki haley said donald trump saying he could end this war in 48 hours is ridiculous somebody you else that? Said, but you know what somebody else came out and said the same thing uh on our side well on our side uh somebody else another presidential candidate came out and basically said the same thing I was taking so long, you know, why can't you do it now? So, you know, I, I mean, well, service. here's how I mean, okay. here's my guess for President Trump. He like people don't realize the initial Russian push where they were charging at Ukraine because they wanted Ukraine to just like get out of trying to get NATO. So they pushed towards Kiev and then it was designed to be a show of force. So that they would come to the negotiating table. They would say, okay, keep Crimea. We'll stay out of NATO. And then they agreed to talk, which is when Russia started withdrawing troops. And like the this only, has come out in the last month or two. The only thing is you can't start there. You got to start a week before that. Russia didn't just unilaterally come into Ukraine because they wanted to. Right. Zelensky was bombing Russians in those provinces for one week, lobbing artillery shells in there. And right. they were kidnapping people and everything else, people that spoke Russian. Hmm. And we we helped that because we're the ones that installed Zelensky, right. our State Department. He wasn't the the first president of, or whatever they call it in Ukraine. I can't remember his name, Zelensky or something, but Zelensky hmm. was the one that we picked to put in there. And they probably Isn't picked him the same reason they picked Biden. He well, and those towns him. and stuff that are on the border between Russia and Ukraine have a huge percentage of population of ethnic Russians yeah, and people that support the Russian way of life more than the Ukraine. The Ukraine way of life is a very Western way of life. LGBTQIA, all that stuff. Russia is more <laughs> traditional. Racist as hell. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, you know, go back and pull news articles from 2017, 2018. Like there was all sorts of talk of Nazis in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I saw something yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Pierce Morgan, wherever he's broadcasting, I can't remember the, the TV station, but he did an interview with Roseanne Barr the other day. And Roseanne Barr is Ukrainian. Mm -hmm. Her family's from Ukraine. And she sat there and told Pierce Morgan that the Ukrainians took her entire family, grandmothers, uh, brothers and sisters, 
into the into the woods and buried them alive, killed her whole family. And she's calling out the Ukrainian soldiers with Nazi tattoos and things like that. Uh, it was I I never thought I'd see the day where I agree politically with Roseanne Barr on something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We live in strange times. We do. But then, I mean, that's what's funny is that everybody got all fired up that they were going to be in NATO. And now the conversations moved off of all the support and stuff we're sending them, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I keep watching. And it's like, listen, listen, man, we give you all this money, but we can't let you in. We can't let you in unless, because just soon as that, just, just, I mean, the ink won't even the ink won't even be dry, and we're going to be World War Three. Just as soon as we let you in, this thing has to be done. This thing has to be finished. And like I saw yesterday from um, Breitbart, a little chart. <laughs> it almost looks like the GOP race, where uh, we've given them forty-two billion dollars, and the closest person to us has given seven. You know? I think we gave more money to Ukraine than we've given to the American people. I think so, too. Oh, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're real easy. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> you, you don't have to be a science expert for that one. I can't you know, believe we're standing for it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there is a little bit. Of, I don't think I don't have a whole lot of faith in this, but there's like Democrat. This isn't about Ukraine, but there's Democrats that are getting on Chris Ray for stonewalling Congress. That's a development right there. Cause that's what, that's what we need. Where, where are all the Democrat voters that used to be anti-war? They got to be the same voters. You know, remember during Iraq and everything, where, where are these people at? They got stacks. Um, <laughs> yeah, <they do. laughs> well, let's break that down for a second. So let's go back to the eighties and nineties in the middle East you have yeah. this country that is so ethnically diverse with histories of war that we have no business being involved in. You have the bid bad boogeyman, you know, back then it was nuclear weapons or terrorists or whatever. You have a financial interest back then it was oil. Now it's all the bio labs and all that stuff. And then everybody like supported you know, the right supported the war in the Middle East because they were defending freedom and terrorists. And the left's like, what are you talking about? We're just making oil people rich. And, you know, and now just the interests have moved to the left. And so that's why they're not standing up. You know, they really think Hitler's going to end the world or you'll be or that Putin will be the new Hitler and take over all of Europe like that. Yeah, it's just not a thing, in my opinion. Um. Other breaking news: Secret Service has <laughs> updated lawmakers that uh, they ha- they can't find out who the who the dime bag belongs to. So. The Secret Service is the new FBI. <laughs> you're 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 ruining your brand, folks. You're ruining it just like the FBI did. Which I which I well well in my world they've already ruined their brand. Because I believe that they're responsible for a whole lot of stuff that's happening on the ground. I do. I, I mean, and I know a whole lot of people don't want to hear that, but the CIA, it what you're seeing is what they do in other countries. And it's happening over here. The FBI is it unless they had an all-hands meeting and they brought everybody in there and the CIA taught them how 
how to do it. A whole lot of this stuff looks like a, a CIA operation. Yep. For real. I mean, they 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 are there for the protest. They create the protest. They 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 uh they have the t-shirts, they have the signs. It FBI don't do that. That's the CIA. Way, yes, you know, and, and it's like I mean. I know, I know, it's funny, but all those Muslim protests—you got those English signs, really. And and, and then there's never. <laughs> I, again, it's funny. You always got flags. You always got U.S. flags, just ready to burn. You know what I'm saying? Ready to burn. FBI's not over there. Just see, that's a CIA. You know? Because the CIA is not just Americans. No. Yep. No. <laughs> They got a whole lot of undercover people. Taikia? Really? <laughs> you know? You worked for, you work for no, no, I work for the CIA. Boom. Boom. Get those signs over um, in um, Lexington by tomorrow at 12 o'clock. They're down in the Union get Hall. That, Go get them. <laughs> get that U-Haul truck to um, Portland by um, 2 o'clock on Friday and make sure that you get those signs at the um, Holiday Inn Express in the um, uh, in the what's called here's here's yeah. a key. We parked a trailer in the parking lot. Here's the key. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Oh, you need something to cut those bands on those brick pallets. <laughs> Make sure to drop your MAGA hat over there too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Operation telling you, man. Ray Epps. <laughs> yeah, Ray Epps is suing. Ray Epps is suing Fox News, and. We were talking about it. Jason was like, uh, if this thing was such and such, they would charge Ray Epson. They would, uh, 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 I was taking a, a DOJ so long, or, or guess what? Homeboy, homeboy looked like he's, he's getting ready to get prosecuted. That's what it looks like. We'll see. He's getting ready to get prosecuted. We'll see what now, he gets prosecuted for. Now, the thing is, because our side really only played one video. They played the video of that night when Baked Alaska was out there saying, he's a fed, he's a fed, fed, he's a fed. They didn't, but really, rarely does anybody play the second day when he was um, trying to stop people from going in, when he was at the gates and he was trying to stop people from going in. That, I don't know, well, actually I do know why that won't get played by our side, but it won't get played because there's a narrative out there for him. So I'm sure he's going to at least show that in the law. I mean, honestly, I really don't think this is going to, um, uh, I don't think this is going to court. I think Fox news is going to settle it because with um, Ray coming out and saying that he was not a government agent. I think that um, Fox news is going to settle it. Now I think that the money being that's going to be, uh, that he's going to get, is going to be used for his attorneys and stuff because the DOJ is going to is going to charge him based on the stuff that he said that night. And for me, of common sense, you know, I agree. A whole lot of this stuff is weird, but I have to go back. I'm like, okay, he said this the night before, and then he came out the next day with the with that video, and he showed something else. And it's like, what was his intent? What I mean, you know, so. How do we charge him if he's saying that the night before and then turning around? Or you know what? I have a I have a video of that next day. Now he did say that he was stupid. 
which most of us agree. He was stupid. He was stupid for saying what he did uh, or uh, for what he texted to his son. His son that uh, he's his nephew he, that he orchestrated uh, that he orchestrated thing. He said that he was boasting about it. He said that he was stupid to do it, but he did it. So, and uh, but he says that his wife his wife got on him stuff. Doesn't matter. Um, he had to sell his house and all that mess and everything because he wanted to be the big man on campus. But. Um, uh, yeah, a whole lot of people haven't seen this video, uh, that, that I'm getting ready to play, of um, Ray Epps, it, 60 Minutes did an interview with him, it didn't look like they were trying to, uh, give him a pass, because they basically, they were calling Ray him Epps was never seen committing an act of violence that day, or entering the Capitol. Epps told us when he saw the violence, his fervor to enter the building became a desire to play peacemaker. Hey guys, guys. They're not the enemy. They're not the enemy. Appreciate you guys. And police body cam video backs him up. I thought I could stop it. So I went back and forth. I talked people down and worked the line back and forth. Step down, step down. We're good here. That kind of thing. And I kept it that way for quite some time. Take a step back. Epps says he left the Capitol grounds to help evacuate an injured man. The time, 2.54 p.m. I looked back at the Capitol, and there was people crawling up the Capitol walls, and it looked like, it looked terrible. I mean, I, I was kind of ashamed of what, what was going on at that point. So I, I started to walk out. He told us that's when he sent this text to his nephew. Conspiracists saw it as the true confession of an agent provocateur. I was in front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Explain this to me. I was boasting to my nephew. I helped get people there. I, I was directing people to the Capitol that morning. You know how this sounds. I know exactly how it sounds. I've been scolded by my wife for using that word. I shouldn't have used that word. When you add up all of these things, as your critics have done, you've given them a lot of ammunition to paint you as this instigator. There was an effort to make me the scapegoat. Ray Epps was never seen was committing an act of violence that day. He made himself the scapegoat by boasting about it. That's what got him in trouble. Okay? And, and for what he said the night before. He said it the night before. You know, you 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 can't you can't say we need to go in there, and we need to do something and watch cut, and not expect people to say, yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. Wait a minute, he's trying to get us in trouble. You 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 can't have it both ways. So I don't know what they're going to charge him on. I, I really don't. But I'm with you. I don't I don't know. Now I want to see what. How, I hope <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, I mean, and, that, but I mean, how 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 are we going to get the truth though? You know, I mean, yeah. you've seen what the courts are doing. The standards gonna, are. I was going to say my position from the beginning. I don't know what Ray Epps is or isn't. If he's a Fed or if he's not or an informant or he works for some other agency, 
I, I just know the story they're telling us doesn't add up. The fact is, January 7th, he was on FBI's most wanted list. January 8th, he was off the FBI's most wanted list. And forget about Epps. What about the 150 other ones? Right. Yeah. But, you I mean, know, Epps might be, he might be the focal point, the CIA focal point on purpose to be. defuse the other 150. Could be. Well, and they get and, away with it. And it was interesting because I never said he was a fed. I said something doesn't add up. The whole thing's weird. Why are they treating him with kid gloves? Go back and read his January 6th testimony. It's 97 pages. And you'll read it and you'll be like, why is the January 6th commission going so soft on this guy? They went aggressive on everybody. And at the end, Adam Kinzinger goes, well, it's a conclusion of this committee that you you didn't break any laws. You were just uh, a, a, a concerned citizen expressing your First Amendment rights. And I, I mean, think that's the in the transcript. Why, and I think the reason why is because they didn't play. Or if they did, they didn't stick on the night before. They stuck on that on that one right there of him trying to push people back. Well, no, Again, in the hearing, he I'm walked not, through everything. They had the evidence. They There's like 10 times more text than just those. Right. But it's, but I think they stuck on that of him pushing people back, which is, you know, instead of. I think, the I think what they did too, what the media is doing, this is what makes me think it's a setup. Because if you heard that, that guy on the media, he said, conspiracists say that. What do you mean? Conspiracists. No, it's, they're trying to make this in. To, to anybody who objects to January 6th is no, a no, no, foil no. hat idiot. No, I mean, when when I heard him say that conspiracy is, is uh, meant for him, that he was um, that he was responsible. That he hey, was here's, respons- the e- here's the easiest way to tell something's up. Go pull up an article today. Pick a random site about Ray Epsu and Fox News. There is no reference to a violent insurrection at the Capitol. Today, magically, all the media sources are reporting it as a, it's not a violent insurrection. It's not a deadly insurrection. Today, it's a riot. Today, it is a protest. Today, Ray Epps was a protester, not an insurrectionist. The well, language has did. changed in all. I, I well, tweeted heard, out. I yeah, pulled the, up. But well, they heard, well, they heard a whole lot of people because, we kept saying it, it's not an insurrection. It's not an insurrection. We kept but saying that changed last night. No, 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 no. It's been changed since then too. I saw, I saw some, um, I saw uh, uh, some of those hearings where they're calling, where they were calling in a riot. Even Republicans that were up there, they they were like, it wasn't an insurrection, but. In the in the breakdown, like on YouTube and whatnot, they're calling it a riot. It didn't just start like yesterday; it started before that. But you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let's let's do this because we only got um, Nicole for a little bit. Yeah, today. Good. Let me uh, let me let me get our awesome sister up here, Mister Mister Nicole. Sorry. Hey, Nicole. Hey, how's it going? Hello, How everyone. Doing? I'm doing How well. Doing? How about you guys? Nicole's got her hair down today. She's ready to go. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. Somebody's going out tonight. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know what? We, um, you got to see uh, Chris Ray yesterday. You got to see um, him do do his little whatever that he was doing. What do you think about 
his testimony yesterday? I think every um, American that I have spoken so far was shocked, was terrified uh, to hear that, um, you know, this DOJ and FBI have been weaponized by the ruling party to go after America's own citizen and to help a malign foreign adversary to cover up the biggest election interference uh, of our time. You know, basically it's the FBI and DOJ that covered up the CCP's infiltration with the first family and then uh, buried all the evidences and calling it a Russian disinformation campaign. So they themselves are actually the biggest interferer, uh, interferer with the uh, U.S. election. So it is very shocking. And I remember one of the uh, members of the Congress asked Christopher Wray, uh, you know, did he take a big pay cut? To, uh, to become the director of the FBI and he acknowledged and he said his wife uh, often reminded him of the pay cut from time to time and he was joking about it. But it's really not a joke, it's not funny. Uh, we know that uh, before he was named to, to be the FBI director, he was representing a big CCP controlled global conglomerate called HNA, 100% owned by the CCP, and it mm -hmm. directly reported to the CCP vice chairman, uh, Wang Qishan. I mean, because he wanted to you know, represent this client, he dropped off uh, another client, which happens to be CCP's enemy number one, Mao Guo. So think about it. So I, I would really like to have one of the members of the Congress to ask Christopher Ray. What was your reasoning to drop Mao School, CCP enemy number one, and to go working for CCP's kleptocrats? So that choice that he made professionally and personally speaks volume to how corrupt the top-down officials in this um, uh, federal government agencies, and especially in law enforcement agencies like the FBI. So totally disappointing, but nothing surprising, because Mao School has constantly re been reminding everybody that this country's federal government agencies have, have been weaponized by mm -hmm. the uh, CCP, and he himself happened to be the biggest victim. He's still being kept in federal prison without bail. So very mm -hmm. terrifying. You know, I have a I have a video before before the boys uh, get to start asking questions. State-owned enterprise around the world. Lawyers get about thirty billion dollars in legal fees from the CCP every year. The CCP controls all of these U.S. law firms. Top officials from DOJ or Nasdaq are leaving their positions for big law firms. These former DOJ officials will later likely return to DOJ after they got enriched from their private practices with CCP companies. These U.S. law firms will provide full legal services and protections for CCP kleptocrats from the cradle to the grave. From starting a business, conducting IPO, managing assets, resolving disputes to declaring bankruptcy, seeking bankruptcy protection, and managing as a trustee. That's why U.S. lawyers are the perfect surrogates for CCP to infiltrate the U.S. Department of Justice. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. You know what they say when you got 12 lawyers buried up to their necks in sand? You ain't got enough sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for so 
<laughs> so, tell me what made you guys laugh so much about that video. So deep that that nobody on our side really knows this, and they should, or or that they know it, but they won't say anything, or they know it, and somebody else from some other country is telling us exactly what we are, I mean, what what some of us know, but are afraid to say. This person just coming out there, and another thing. Let me tell you what else is going on in your country that y'all ain't, you know, and that, that it's not really funny, funny, like funny, ha ha. It's like funny, like, God, it's funny. Like, how did we get here? I know, man. Yeah. See, here's what I think is funny is Miles recorded that video years ago. (laughs) Like, this isn't new. And and then the other thing I like about Miles Go's stuff is it is just like one plus one one is two two plus two is four it, it's just simple he's like he clearly explains so we give these monies to law firms then these lawyers get sucked into the administration do our work mm-hmm. for a couple of years mm-hmm. then they come out and do one of these other things for a bunch of money so yeah like ray can be bummed that he gave up his high paying chinese job and mm-hmm. in another four or five years he'll transition back into the private sector and then mm-hmm. he'll get paid by these Chinese firms as long as he did a good job. And, and people people can see that this stuff. And like to us, it's just obvious. You know, you don't always have the answer. And Miles does a nice job kind of filling in the blank. But it's like, yeah, duh, that's exactly what's happening. You know, they recruit him. They recruit him from their government jobs, which as a lawyer doesn't make as much as a private sector lawyer. Right. And they enrich him and then they send him back to the DOJ. Right. Like Chris Ray. Yeah, just pay attention. What When Chris Ray is done with the FBI director, like, place your bets. What's his job going to be, you know? Right. He, yep. He's yep. going to be working. He's going to be getting China money, you know, and one way or another. Possible, for all this to be possible, we need to build new jails because there's people on the American side that are complicit. There's people mm-hmm. that know. It's time to do some questioning. Yeah. Like, real, real deep, deep questioning. And like when the drill. Thing- yeah, yeah, and um, another thing that um, Jay was just talking about that that speaks volumes is that he talked about this years ahead, and with these videos that are coming out now, ladies and gentlemen, he's in jail. He's in jail. He can't make these videos. Understand that he. I mean, this isn't just um, selectively edited last week. These are old videos that he's telling you. We have had videos on here where he said what was going to happen to Donald Trump, what was going to happen to the country, what was going to happen to our um, government, what's going to happen George to Floyd. George Floyd. He um, uh, uh, racist things that were going on in this country. He said there's years ago uh, the, um, the Chinese balloon. I mean, you know, uh, all this stuff that he was talking about, and then it happened. He look, Nostradamus ain't got nothing on this man. Nostradamus ain't got nothing on this man. And but and Nicole, I said I give it just one second. But the only way that you can come, and yes, I'm getting spiritual right now, but the only way that you can come up with stuff like this is that you have to be in line with God so that God can tell you exactly what's happening, so that you can tell the people. That's the only way you you can't guess this. 
you can't guess this. Somebody has some divine intervention has to have told you what to tell the people. You can, I mean, like, okay, if if I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nicole. If if um if um if things were like if he was 50-50 on stuff, okay, well, you know, okay, well, maybe it's him, you know, he's guessing. Maybe if he was 35% right, you know, he's making some good guesses. This dude has to be over 95% right on a whole lot of the stuff that we've seen. And you can't guess 95% right of stuff. You you have to be told by divine intervention what's going on. Like we are on the Wayne Dupree podcast. <laughs> you know, Mao School is, is not a, pro a prophecy. I mean, he started this movement called the Chinese whistleblower movement. So everything that he was saying in those videotapes are exclusive intel. I mean, these are being tipped off by the silent defectors within the CCP government and even military. And that's how we got to know th this explosive stuff. I mean, think about it. He, he said the CCP paid about $30 billion every year to the American lawyers, to the white shoe US law firms doing business in communist China. And these law practitioners, they don't come to China to help the Chinese people to fight for their freedom or rule of law. They're helping, to, they're helping the CCP kleptocrats to get their IPO, to expand globally, to make investment in the road and belt initiative in more than 150 countries around, from around the world. That's how the American law firms and lawyers got enriched by the CCP. And then they go through the revolving door and they got named to be the FBI director. They got to be the federal judges, prosecutors, and all the important positions within the DOJ, the SEC, IRS. And this is exactly how the CCP weaponized the U.S. justice system. So, I mean, all these questions about the background financial ties with the CCP should have already been asked about it during the Senate confirmation process, but nobody has ever asked those questions. Mm. And in yesterday's uh, hearing, nobody, nobody asked the question about his previous employment and the yeah, ties with the CCP. So, so this is a systemic failure on Americans' part in terms of the oversight. And I want James Comer, the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, and Jim Jordan, chairman of the Judicial Committee, to pay attention to this. You need to start holding these people accountable. You need to check their background, financial disclosures, and make sure the uh, nominees for the important positions serving the federal government, cannot, they cannot be enriched by the CCP. I think they know. I they just they pretend they don't know. And yeah. so, so that makes all these congressional hearings like performative political show because what it is. this stuff has been going on for for so many years and the former fbi director james comey he too spent years working for the world's biggest hedge fund company bridgewater also happens to be the biggest partner with the ccp kleptocrats and hmm. he got named to be the fbi director and he covered up the clinton uh email stuff and so I mean, 
and also the former uh, Secretary of the Treasury, um, Stephen Mnuchin, oh. he worked for Goldman Sachs. And Goldman Sachs is CCP's top uh, money laundering, white glove financial service partner. And Henry Paulson, the previous, the former, yeah. another yeah. former Secretary of Treasury, yeah. he too got enriched by the CCP. So, yeah. and so I think people should be looking at the, um, the federal prosecu uh, prosecutors and judges who are sitting upon Moscow's case and find out how many of them had been enriched by the CCP from the private practices through the revolving door. Nicole, I wanted to ask you something. I, I don't know if you know anything about this, but a guy, I was talking to a guy yesterday, last night, an over-the-road truck driver. And he told me every time he goes into it, this has been going on for ever since the immigration problem has been going on. He said every time he goes to get fuel or goes into a truck stop, he sees military age male Chinese driving U-Hauls across the country. Have you heard anything about that? Is there uh, any idea what that is? He, he, he sounded pretty concerned about it. He said they, they're like 20 years old or something that they look around like they don't really know what's going on. And, uh, I, I was just surprised by that. Well, Moscow, again, he said on record in the live streaming that if you want to find out how did the CCP smuggle the fentanyl and illicit drugs to kill American people, pay attention to the Uber drivers, pay attention to the Chinese, to the Chinatown restaurant, because these people have been used by the CCP to conduct the illegal business on fentanyl. So, I mean... Again, so where's our vetting process? Where's the um, the walls at the southern border? If this country is not secured by your own wall, then you're inviting all kinds of trouble. So don't blame on the CCP. Blame on the failed policy on the southern border and, bailed, uh, and blame it on the failed policy on the CCP because still this country is not recognizing CCP as an illegal representation or transnational criminal organization. That's what it is. This country, this administration is still treating the CCP as a legitimate government. It is not. Is that, you the, know, uh, okay. I was going to say, Nicole, I, I just wanted to ask kind of a personal question when we're talking about these uh, these hearings yesterday, because I imagine at the new federal state of China, you've got yourself and a bunch of people that escape communist China. And part of the mind blowing part is just when you see all the propaganda that China does and all the control of information and all that. And you come to America where it's supposed to be free speech and stuff. And then you watch that hearing yesterday where they're just lying and telling half truths. And, and, and like, are you guys just sitting there watching that hearing going like, he's lying. Like, can you believe that this is a bunch of crap? Like this, like we're back in China. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt uh, yesterday when I was watching the entire uh, hearing. I mean, uh, mind you, I was born and grew up in communist China, so right. we were very used to uh, that the ruling party um, using the government agencies as a weapon uh, to persecute the dissidents and to destroy political opponents or opposition, and uh, and and then they often label the opposition as an evil cult or terrorist, 
And that's exactly how the FBI has been treating the American patriotic citizens, moms and dads who simply want to protect their children, the Catholics and Christians, who simply want to exercise their constitutional protected rights. And now they're being labeled or characterized as terrorists or like, you know, uh, you know, bad people. And, um, and also think about that. The CCP hijacked the 2020 uh, election through money influence and infiltration. And it is the FBI and DOJ that covered it up. I mean, remember the 51 former Intel officers signed the letter mm -hmm. and, and calling it calling the CCP's interference and infiltration um, and influence peddling as Russian propaganda or Russian disinformation. Right. So think about it. I mean, it is the this country's own DOJ and the FBI that has hijacked the election and stole the election from the American people. Mm -hmm. It's very terrifying. So everything you know that I heard from yesterday reminded me where I was coming from. And truly, we are just like a, a couple of months or years uh, from being like a CCP country. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that, and, and I'll roll it over to Wayne, but because like in the chats, you see these people like, prove there was this or prove there was that. It's like, no, no, no. The government should be proving to us that mm -hmm. the election was legit. The government mm -hmm. should be proving to the citizens. Mm -hmm. Enough citizens are concerned that mm -hmm. the election was weird or there was China interference. It is not the citizen's job to prove that China is influencing things. It's right. the government's job to investigate and then prove to us that these things are all legitimate. And But the left is doing such a good job of reversing that where they're like, what's your proof? What's your proof? It's like, well, mm -hmm. prove to me that it wasn't, you know? You so, know, and, and to add and add to, um, to add to what Jay was talking about, um, we see China, um, China hackers hacked into um, the government yesterday. Yep. Uh, now, they said that the government says that they didn't get anything that was top secret or anything. It, everything that they was looking at was non-classified. But going back to what she said about the 2020 election. Well, actually, let's go back before that. You remember when Hillary Clinton talked about she 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 was complaining. She said, "Okay, well, Russia um, had uh, did their thing to the election in 2016, so maybe we should ask China." Remember when she said that, y'all? Okay, yep. so so hence 2020. Do you think China might have had something to do with the um, the hacking of the election against Donald Trump? Because we already know Nicole has got on here and said that. China, um, and the CCP didn't want Trump in there in the first place. Well, so, I'll tell you just 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 for a point of reference, because I'm a little older, uh, the Clintons were the first best friends of the CCP. Mm -hmm. They rented out the the uh, bedroom in the White House Lincoln, yeah, and everything. Yeah. I got a whole book on it. Yeah, yeah. So that's possible. So, they, they, I'm sure she has contacts. 2020, 2020, China. Pro I look. I always felt, <laughs> I always thought it was stupid that the media so try try to sell that to the American people that only Russia, only Russian hackers, had something to do with the 2016 election. That that means all that means all the other hackers in the whole world took the day off and let Russia 
have 2016 by the side. I was like, I am. I was born, but one yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. So now with the 2020 election, Nicole, I was like, man, the CCP and the Democrats and whatnot. Man, and look I, at the government response. The concerns yeah. of 2016 was an all-out government mobilization for a three- or four-year <laughs> investigation into the election. And in 2020, the government response was, where's your proof? I mean, we even got a couple knuckleheads in the chat. They're like low IQ folks. It is the government's job to prove to us that the election was valid, not our job to prove that the election wasn't. And frankly, it's not Republicans' job to prove the election was invalid. It is the federal agency that is not politically affiliated's Mm -hmm. job to show the American citizens we investigated, here were the results, there was no election interference. Anybody saying where's the Republicans proof? You are low IQ. You you just are. I don't know a nice way to say it. And what it. are we supposed to do? Go to the FBI? <laughs> I right. mean, you know, if if we don't get to the bottom of it, right, right. if nobody goes to jail and nobody right. is to be held accountable, 4 That's years later we'll be still doing this talking on the show talking about investigations and spending millions of taxpayer dollars and spending years to investigate a witch political witch hunt and so this is the reason why that you know i'm not optimistic about next year's election because if nobody goes to jail this year if no one is held accountable for what happened to the 2016 and 2020 we're gonna for sure expect the same thing to repeat itself next year and, the, and another four years. And so th- this country will have no hope. I mean, it is becoming like a CCP country. And Moscow had been screaming on top of his lungs over the last several years, telling American people this, this country has been hijacked by the CCP. American people needs to wake up and don't trust your federal government agencies because they're li- they've been lying to you the whole time. And they're so fearful of Moscow's voice. That's why they put him in federal prison without bail. I was going to say, we need to clip those last three sentences. <laughs> like, stop trusting <laughs> your federal agencies. Like, <laughs> if we start there, like, so much gets solved. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, we bring to you um, Nicole Sai every week uh, with, um, to, catch up, uh, to catch us up on um, international type of um, deals, especially with the CCP, uh, we're glad to have her on. We uh, we do have to t- we do have to take a break because I missed the other break, but uh, we went long. Well, we well we got a lot to talk about. You know, that's just how it is. We got a lot of talk. We have a lot to talk about here. But um, Nicole, how can people reach out to you on social media and um, and uh, on support you uh, on support the NFSC? You can visit us on our website, nfscofficial.com, and you can follow us on NFSC Speak on Twitter and NFSC Speaks on Getter. And most importantly, please continue to support this Wayne podcast show. And this is where, you know, um, we come here regularly to share with you Moscow's whistleblowing and how he's doing. And he's still being kept in federal prison without bail. So if you want to uh, help this movement, which is to say also to save America, call your congressman, call your senator and, and talk to them about 
Mao's school story and ask your members of the Congress to help free Mao school. And so please follow us on social media, hashtag Guo has the goods and free Mao school. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. J-Rob from Muslim Soda. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833-2USA-GOLD. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Oh, man. Jesus. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Wayne Dupree, J. Rob, and Hutch Bailey Jr. Look, listen. <laughs> It's better to be married than to burn. That, that scripture in the Bible, right? Both of my boys are married. I'm done with it, but I ain't trying. You know, I'm not out here. You know, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Third time's a charm, Wayne. No, uh, <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> Did you stop at one or two, Hutch? Two, two. Yeah, I stopped at two. And I said, if this doesn't work, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, it's not I'm pretty good though. Yeah, see, and I see y'all know how to do it. It's just that me, it's like, oh man, not again. You know, kind of. Like a guy told me one time this guy was in Korea with me in the '80s, mm -hmm. and then we met again in Iraq. He was an E8, and he said he was married to a woman that he met in Korea, a Korean woman. Mm -hmm. 
and he was telling me about his grandkids. I was like, man, how'd you do it? I, I mean, he's been married like 30 some years. I said, how the hell did you do it? He said, well, chief, there's two things. You can either be right or you can be happy. Not yes. both of them. Yeah. yeah. And see, I was like, word. See, that's my issue. I know. I'm not taking a loss. I'm not taking a home loss. <laughs> I'm not taking a loss. I got to be heard, man. <laughs> the other thing that I messed up on my first one, don't ever, this is to all the young guys out there. Right. Don't ever go into a re relationship expecting to change somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, That's a loser. Working. That's yeah, a, that, that wrecked me. Yeah, it ain't working. That that and 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 you know what you you should also let the person that you I mean and, and actually you can tell from the first couple of dates if she's trying to change you. If she's trying to change you, ain't the one for you. If she accept if she accepts you for you, you got a good one right there. But if but if she you know, you, you come in the house and y'all get ready to Netflix and chill. And she's like, <sighs> she started looking around and you're like, what you looking at? <laughs> Doing a, me a metal inventory. Exactly. Right. No, no, no. The TV's right there. You don't need me. You don't need to be looking around anywhere else. I got no, you, three. You don't need a watch. That's right. There's plastic spoons, knives, and forks and everything. I don't, I don't need silverware from Amazon. I don't need it. That plastic is okay. You know, uh, uh, old, um, old uh, godmother of mine told me one time, she was like, when you're dating a girl, don't hold her hand for about six months. I was like, what? Yes, don't hold her hand for about six months. Just keep it regular. Treat her, treat her great. And stuff. But don't, don't give in. Don't, mm -mm, don't do that. Because people, because people, can put on a face for you for a week. People can put on a face for you <laughs> for a month. But sooner or later, with more time, that face come that face comes off, and then you see exactly who you're dealing with. So it's like, okay, all right, uh, we got to break up. We got to break up. That's it. You know. But no. But the reason why I was bringing that up because you never know what you're gonna get today. I was just looking at this video. More ways than one. Right. <laughs> I was just looking at this Poor video. young man. They got to be like, <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Let's go back to my apartment. Right, Let's right, see what right. kind of surprise I got today. How come you got Bud Light in the refrigerator? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, I was just looking at a video during the break. This The guy was... Kissing this girl, he kissing her and kissing her, and all, all of a sudden, because I didn't have the, um, I didn't have the volume on. All of a sudden, got those up, and turned out that another guy walked in. He's like, dude, you know, you're kissing a dude. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you never know what you're gonna get today. I'm telling you. Oh, it's, it's we need to start a dating for Wayne. Like, ladies, help us out, yeah. man. I ain't getting involved in that. Come on. <laughs> I'll never be home. I will find. I'll find a nice little shed. Like, let, 
And you'll and you'll never see me. I'll be in the woods all the time. Ain't you married? No. <laughs> nope. Grizzly Grizzly Dupree. <laughs> see, actually, after my second, I gave up, and my uh, wife and I went on our first date. We were just thought we were going as friends, and I didn't. And then uh, here we are, ten years later. Yeah, we went to a Twins game. We took our kids. It was funny because our kids kind of knew each other, and we knew each other. And I was uh, threw some up on social media, like, "Oh yeah, Cody and I are going to the Twins game." And or she had said something like she was having a rotten day. She'd always give me grief that you know, let me know when we were going to a Twins game. She'd bring her kids too. And so I'm like, "Hey, well, Cody and I are going Thursday. If you're having a rough day, go with." And ten years later, here we are. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> butterflies flying around and stuff yeah. <laughs> oh yeah sun sun and sun and <laughs> every now and then the god just puts you where you need to be when you need to be there and skipping then the rest the field, is yeah. keeping your eyes I, open i just want to know um <laughs> like take long long walks on the beach <laughs> I tell you what, the wife and I, we like settle in on the couch and we break out our books. We're, we're into reading the last few weeks and we'll just be sitting on the couch like old people reading our books at night. And it's like, God, we're old. This is great. Yeah, it's be like, you want to make this permanent? Are you saying? You know I'm saying it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know I'm saying it. You bet you're right. Listen, um, the Iranian president is uh, in Africa. He's going to three countries in Africa, basically to slam the the attempts by the United States to push others to accept the gay culture. So um, that's what's going on overseas. You mean uh, the Arabs don't like the gay people? Weird. Don't look like it. Russia warns U.S. NATO, we consider the F-16 deal for Ukraine a nuclear threat. Hutch, what do you think about that? I think you're right. It is. I mean, you can deliver you can deliver nuclear bombs with an F-16. I mean, it's uh, this is a dangerous game we're playing. And, and all I, let me say to all my people out there that are saying that we're Putin supporters, because I'm going to say <laughs> something positive about Putin here, because it's what needs to be said. We need to thank goodness that he doesn't have a hair trigger. Yeah, you, you know, you know what, you know what, you are right about that. You and because Jay, for, for for the longest, we've been saying all he needs to do is flip a switch. That's all and, he does, and it's over. It's I mean, yep. you know, we can speculate all you want to. It's over if he wakes up one morning, but does switch. Let it go. Let it go. Take it out. All he needs to do is that, but. Yeah, Biden will, yeah. Biden will get one of his dementia rants and start talking about Putin's mother. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then it'll be on. <laughs> well, and that's really yet. yet. <laughs> I mean, it's really an understated if you look at it from Russia's side. Russia doesn't like ethnic Russians being killed by the Ukrainians. Russia didn't like how the lines were drawn after the USSR fell. And Russia doesn't like all the bullshit coming out of Ukraine. Russia doesn't and heads want up, to. heads up, the Nazis killed millions of Russians. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And those are the Nazis that are in Ukraine that came from Germany that all mm -hmm. track back there. And and like this is a thing, that part of the world, Americans just don't understand. It's like when we no. went into the Middle East, 
these people have been fighting and killing each other for centuries. Yep. There yep. is like yep. there is no way America can go other and institute our values and understand what the hell's going on. Like no way. No, you're That's right. Just, you're right. I mean, in World War II, all the top generals that we had said we will never take our soldiers into that Russian landmass. Yeah, right. Never yeah. going in there because nobody ever comes out. It's the same with Afghanistan. Hitler, Hell, Rudyard Kipling was writing about Afghanistan. Hitler right. said, I, Hitler lost when he went in. He tried. He, Napoleon he tried. lost. Napoleon lost. There was another, I don't know whether it's Genghis Khan or whatnot, but uh, there was another major one that lost too. It's like, they all, you ne you're never going to take Russia, but the worst time to do it is they all tried it in the wintertime, which, which is really stupid. You, I mean, that's a whole... That's that's home field. That's that that that's the backyard, man. I mean, and they know every bit of it. They know every bit of it, and that's that's a large landmass too. The you largest. Know, you, I mean, you can on paper these. You know, we come in from there. We come in there, and, we, and then we come in from there. Okay, we're fine. Man, you get it, and you and you see how big it is. You lose communication. It's almost like Custer. You know, I mean, and don't let spring come. Now you're not going to be able to drive anything. Everything all well, slushy. <laughs> all yeah. Well, yeah. here's what's funny too. It's going to be winter before you know it over there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. sure when the snow and stuff starts flying, but I mean, we can't be that far away from it. Literally winter in some parts of the world is the only time that you can attack mm -hmm. because it's the only time the ground's hard enough to support tracks. Mm. Right. Mm. Well, and then we have um, what's this? Oh yeah, first time over-the-counter birth control pills are have finally um, have finally gotten FDA approval. They really want those out, man. They really. I don't want understand as population control or what. Yeah, I don't see how I don't see how so many people can be so overtly supportive right. of killing right. babies, man. What? Yeah. I never got that. You know, the people that scream and yell and throw tantrums over it. It's like, why do you want to kill babies so badly? So bad. I mean, so, I mean, it's like all the time. They just, I mean, well, it's, 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 um, it's women's healthcare. No, it's not. It, I mean, there was know, a guy, there was a guy that ran in the primary against George W. Bush. His name was Alan Keyes. Uh, I'm a black guy, and he was up there, and they were talking about race. And it's always funny to watch white people talk about race with black people. It's fun to watch. But <laughs> Alan Keyes came out. We were talking about crime in the hood, and he said, the, this all comes from not having any value on life, and that starts with abortion. He said, until we can get our people to value the human life more, this is going to continue. And I was like, damn, that was like 20 years ago, and it's still right. Yeah, Alan Keyes. They brought Alan Keyes out of the basement to go up against Barack Obama. Yeah, they because, did. He got crushed. Yeah, he got crushed because he came in at the last minute, but he probably would have beat Barack if he would have had time. I liked uh, him. A, a whole lot of people don't realize how Barack Obama got into Congress. He was gangster. He was gangster. It started off in the primaries where he got everybody that um, was going against him kicked off the ballot. Based, well, you know, just weighing in on the birth control and the abortion stuff, it's really two things. 
that are moving in the same direction. Birth control is a great thing for big pharma because once you start taking birth control, you stop taking birth control when you're 60. You know what I mean? So you got a lifetime customer. And once you get on a medication, you will not change that medication for the rest of your life. So if they put a 14-year-old on birth control, you've just sold them daily medication for the next 40 years. Congratulations. Now, from a leftist standpoint, from an ideology standpoint, their whole premise is communal responsibility, not individual responsibility. And so just any decision where you don't have to be personally accountable for what you do. Like these people that want reparations, start a GoFundMe. People can donate. But not a single leftist will donate to a reparation fund because they don't want the personal responsibility to pay reparations. They want this abstract, you know, the student loan forgiveness. Well, let's go after the colleges, you know, or all these rich leftists that are talking about, oh, we need to forgive student loans. Like you're worth a hundred million, like throw in a million, get a you know hundred. I'd love to see, I'd love you know? to see, I'd love to see the people that are pushing reparations, push it where it should go. I mean, it shouldn't go into, it, 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 you can take this all the way back to Africa, the continent, right? What they ought to do is go after the Democrats for it. Right. That's where the reparations mm -hmm. ought to come right. from, Democrats. And you ought to say that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you should say that. Um, speaking about speaking about GoFundMe, somebody, did you did you did y'all send me any video of um, the guy who looks like a trans wants to be the first trans to have a Babe, no, to um, what's that thing that uh, that women breast uh, lactating like Buddha, Buddha judge, he's a lactating sodomite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this dude wants, wants he he wants to lactate, so he's starting up a GoFundMe because all he has is one machine. One electric machine for one side, and he's gonna need it for both sides. So I was like, "Oh my god!" If oh he gets, word. I didn't even click on the thing. I didn't even click to go to the GoFundMe to see if he had collected money. But I was like, "I can't believe he's doing it." I, I mean, he, this dude is literally asking for money for for uh, GoFundMe to get a lactating machine. Yes. In unrelated news, they think that they archaeologists have found the uh, the remains of of Sodom, of Sodom and Gomorrah fame. I'm sure it's completely unrelated that they just found it while all this stuff is going on. Yeah, it's probably a big salt mine. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a whole lot of salt. Yeah, bunch um, of statues around. Right. <laughs> That's what our statues will be. It'll be this tranny dude with a breast pump and like sealed in lava. A thousand Man. years from now, they'll find it and they'll be like, God, what the hell was going on in Pittsburgh? Like, this stuff is weird. Man. Man. If I mean, if we were frozen right now, if, if we were frozen in time right now and people saw that man oh my god they were like what kind of people was this why do they yeah. murder so many of their own babies right yeah can you imagine somebody just hopping in a time machine from like 1950 1960 
and then like walking around downtown New York as it's like a gay pride thing, and then like somebody saying like, "Yeah, let's kill babies with abortion." And... Defund the police, right? Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like walking around like, "Oh man, dude, where did we go wrong?" What's this LGBTQEIO plus thing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what are y'all? What are y'all doing this weekend? I got to go get a roller. I had my my garage installed today, and my my yard looks like the tanks came through it. <laughs> I, I, I got to repair this bad fella, man. It's, I got I got ruts all over the joint. <laughs> well, hey, put some seed down there. You got I a whole will. garden. You got a that whole stuff's garden. Expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, grass seeds high, 40, 50 bucks a bag. Oh yeah. Why is grass so high then? I don't know. Probably takes energy to make it or something. I don't know. I was wondering the same thing myself. I got to say, like doing some yard stuff this year, all the yard stuff seems way up in price. Yeah. Because you ever uh, seen that that tool? It's It's got a handle like a rake. And then mm-hmm. it's a semicircle blade at the bottom of it. You stick it in the ground to like bury wires and stuff like that. Yeah. You just keep going. 45 bucks. Wow. Sitting next to a rake that's $9. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. That's that's yeah, shocking. Yeah, I'm getting mm-hmm. my driveway redone in a couple weeks, and I mean, oh, yeah? just the price of concrete from two three years ago, it's like it's double. It's insane. You remember when that when lumber was up real high? Yeah, yeah. About a year two two years ago, and I then, put a hot yeah. I put a hot tub in my yard in my backyard, <laughs> and just the just the deck underneath the the hot tub was 4500 bucks just a deck just to set it on because what? of the lumber prices it's all treated lumber right it's like what do I what am I going to do I have to do it now I got the damn thing now damn so you're in between a rock and a hard place sometimes damn. it's the crazy thing that, the thing that makes me nervous is there's kind of a trend you know you see all these prices going up I'm getting excited cuz I found a place that's got gas 345 a gallon I wonder when this is over. If we, if we come out of this, if we don't, if we don't lose our country in the next couple of years, and we we manage to get rid of these people, are these prices ever going to come down, or are they going to just leave them up there? They're just leave them up there. That's what I, I would. I would think that they would be left up there too, because it's like the government. You know, I mean, once they figure out that they can, that the American people are going to pay for whatever. They're going to keep on charging. You know, there's no lack of vehicles on a highway. Well, and that's the, you know, that's the thing with inflation. When they say like, oh, the annual inflation is down to 3%. The problem you got to realize is like that's baked in all that previous inflation. So the fact that it's prices have stopped going up, your groceries cost you 20% more than they did 24 months ago. So $200 worth of groceries is $240 and it's going to stay $240. Now you can celebrate that it's not going up to 250 or 260, but it still costs $240, folks. And somewhere behind the curtain somebody's going they fell for it. They fell for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm yeah. curious too, just it, it's fascinating. I'm surprised we haven't had more financial fallout for the for how much debt we're carrying and all the stuff like personally i'm shocked because like five ten years ago when it was like 10 trillion dollars i'm like oh my gosh there's no way we can i mean what's the limit like literally can we just roll up a hundred trillion dollars in debt 
and everything still functions? Like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll tell maybe you one next. thing. I'll, I'll tell you a cold hard truth. You can't carry a hundred trillion dollars worth of debt and win a war. Right. Wow. Yeah. Unless you show up to steal all their gold or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go fund me or something. Well, I mean, that's how you used to that's how wars used to go. You would go steal somebody's always stuff. about the money. It's all right. wars yeah. are always yeah. about the money. Yeah. 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 And now it's this thing where like the weapons people want you to go blow up their country. And then the contractor people are excited because then they know they'll get paid to rebuild it. So Raytheon's like, hey, we're going to blow it up. And BlackRock's over there going like, and we're going to rebuild it. And then like, hey, they give each other high fives. Like, it's a great Ukraine, business model. Ukraine's counteroffensive lost over 26,000 men, 1,200 tanks and APCs, 21 planes, and five choppers since June 4th. Now, granted, that's coming from Lavrov, from the Russian defense secretary but i believe it yeah yeah oh and, and rate the odds happy because they're going to replace every one of them yeah can you imagine right now being a military industrial contractor like they're just sitting there watching these videos coming out of ukraine just eating their popcorn going there's another 500 million boys yeah yep. like they're you know, probably watching like, the conference room you it's know like a, I, I saw a guy from big pharma saying that all those people are upgrading all their condos. Right. You know, after that vaccine, man, it, they, they were swimming in cash. Because don't forget, one of the worst things he ever did, Donald Trump gave them the money up front. And before, before one vax was, was developed. And here's the other thing. He gave them all immunity from any future lawsuits. That was that was part of the deal. I think, I think that can be I think that can be dealt with though. You need a we need a some type of a Nuremberg trial for this right if anything's going to happen that's the only way and it's got to be multinational right in my opinion i mean i, th I think i've been i've been trying to get this video and while that's what I, that's why i've been quiet because i've been trying to get this video and i can't get this video um yeah i can't get it so I guess some of y'all also noticing the uh, the quality. I I don't know what is going on with this Mac, but um, the quality, the resources. I guess. What browser do y'all use? Firefox for this show. Chrome takes too many, too much space, too much memory. Yeah. Yeah. Chrome was killing me. It. I opened up the Activity Manager. I'm like, ninety percent of my memory on Chrome. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. yeah. See, I run Chrome, but I just, that's the only thing I do is have you a couple tabs everything. open and the, the I used to, when I, when I used to be, uh, the videos would lock up on me. That was under Chrome. That's why hmm. I got hmm. on Firefox and it, it works like a champ now. Nice. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the wing to pre podcast another week. We, we're done. We, we don't broadcast on Friday. Uh, and we're gonna take off for this. Oh, my daughters will be twenty years old tomorrow. All right, congratulations. Yeah, time goes 20. quick, doesn't it? Yeah, I got two twenty-year-olds, man. <laughs> in college. Yeah, in college. <laughs> Let me tell you something too. These colleges are a ripoff, man. You they take lying. they they take all that money, but they can't give good food, and they can't give good uh, Wi-Fi connections, and they can't give great um even better dorms 
you should expect something like the Hilton or something for these colleges for all the money that they take in. You and want to get shell shock? Look up at the faculty's annual pay. Oh God, you really? won't believe how much money those people make. They're so important to themselves. That's crazy. And Wayne's just on the countdown, like, is she going to get her nose pierced and get purple hair? Please don't do that. Please don't do that. (laughs) Don't tell me you're a furry. Like, don't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm already talking. I've already seen the the piercings. So to me, capitalism is bad, Dad. Do you know capitalism is bad? (laughs) Why do you support Putin? Right. Well, look, 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 I have. I have arguments with my daughter about climate change all the time. So, yeah, she's, she's I was like, you'll get it sooner or later. You'll get it. No, no, you're wrong. OK, all right, whatever. See, you know what got me on climate change? The thing that got me on climate change was NASA's pictures of the Earth from space. I'm like, there's no way we're ants. We're dust on that planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't doing nothing to that. You know what, too? That's a great thing. That's a great thing that you just said about that, because. When I look, when I think about just how small everything is, like when we're watching our documentaries and stuff, mm-hmm. especially ID Channel, when a whole lot of people getting killed in the suburban area and stuff, I'm like, you know what? We never hear about this stuff, but these communities are so small. I mean, if you put a drone above the city and you see all those, all those little houses and stuff, you're like, man, there's a lot of people. That's a that's a lot of people out there, you know? Here's the thing with climate change. If you ever, like, it's one of those rules we talk about, always follow the money, you know? Mm-hmm. If you ever want to look like, okay, let's say you believe climate change is real, then who gets rich off of your solutions? And if somebody's getting rich off of your solutions and they're the ones funding your studies and they're the ones doing all that... They're lying to you, just like the cigarette manufacturers funded the studies that said cigarettes don't cause cancer. And back mm-hmm. in the day, if you're like cigarettes cause cancer, you'd be like, you conspiracy theorist. You know, it's like, you know, yes, all these climate activists are getting money from the companies that get rich from selling solar panels and windmills. And they take advantage of impressionable kids, too. So for those for those watching us on Red Boys Media and you're watching us on Rumble or you're watching us on wherever, and just got a notification that now you can watch us on Roku. Oh, nice. You watch us on Roku now, and and then in the upcoming weeks, we'll be on Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, and Samsung. So you'll be able to watch us on regularly on your on TV. That, that that's what's happening at the Red Boys Media Network. We told you, we told you that they're getting ready to make things happen, and they're and they're being legit, and you don't want to miss it. Get in on the ground floor, uh, redvoicemedia.com. Become a member, become a premium member. You don't have to, but become a premium member. You get extra stuff. You use code name Wayne, and uh, we aren't we aren't getting anything from that. I'm just letting you know. Just use the brocade, and but you will, you will get something from that. Uh, so with that said, uh, Jason, give me some last thoughts. Well, hey folks, first of all, thanks for tuning in this week and, uh, thanks for listening. Wayne Hutch, great shows as always. Um, for this weekend, I encourage everybody unplug, connect with your family, connect with your friends. 
uh, this stuff gets uh, exhausting. Uh, last thing for kind of a thought of the week. We <laughs> talked about it earlier. He sounded exhausted saying it, didn't he? <laughs> oh, dude, there's so much going on. Here's the thing, if I could encourage one people to reinforce. So let's say 70 million Americans didn't think the last election was valid. It is not our job to prove that it wasn't. It is the government's job to prove to us as concerned citizens that it was. Courts not looking at the documentation isn't them proving it was. Like they have a responsibility. Just like in 2016, the Democrats thought the election wasn't valid and the government proved to them that it was. They did all these investigations. Nobody said Hillary go to court. So I'm just saying that because conservatives get ourselves put in this corner where we have to prove everything, prove your point. And it's like, no, no, no. Like if we have a concern, the government works for us. If we say the FBI, there's issues that people like Christopher Ray need to get up and answer the questions. The American people deserve it. Or we need to go in and fire them. Hutch, over to you. There you go. Thanks, guys. I had a great week. Um, I got a lot to do this weekend. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you get in trouble out there, don't call us. Don't call us. <laughs> Why? I'm broke. We ain't got no money. <laughs> we ain't got no money. <laughs>